seeking collaborations with influential people. At GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farrag and welcome to Get to Know You Cafe. If you would like to support me to continue making these podcasts, you can go to lesson for free on the website. The link is available in the show description. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week, Sugar Vendel and I discussed the question, why do we ignore the red flags? We received a number of responses that further deepened dialogue. Today, I'll be discussing the episode and the responses that we received. So firstly, I'd like to apologize for my voice. I was at an event yesterday and was singing too much. <laughs> um, yeah, so Sugar's story with about with her friend and how it affected her was very, um, it was, it's a very, I would say, very common um, way of feeling. Um, um, you know, the stories are always different, but the, the feelings are from one end, are usually the same with a lot of diff- with a lot of people, and then from the other, I'm not sure what that feeling is. What I tend to think about though is, does it affect the other person that much? Also, so out of curiosity, like it was the story that she told of that that old friend. Does this person was this person as as affected as much, or you know, is it something that they think about still? Is it something that they um, see a therapist about? Is it something that they regret? Is it something that they uh, wish could have happened differently? You know, I'm always so curious about what, how is this other side thinking, and what are they are they thinking about it at all? Is it just like no, next, like it's not even a thought in their minds, and. Um, and obviously it, it's different from those who are affected so deeply and, and how they carry that on into other relationships and other friendships and um, what they take out of it and how much, if you, especially if you're an overthinker, how much you just keep going over the story and seeing maybe, you know, it sounds like you, you go over what the, those who are overthinkers, like what could have done could I have done differently and, and um, is it all my fault and things like that and, and especially too, if you, I think if you've taken the road of, you know, you're trying to understand their perspective, you apologize as she did, you apologize f- for how the other person felt and how it could have been taken. And even though that wasn't your intention, explain it's not your intention, but maybe this is how you took it. But also have the other person, you know, I think the other person should also apologize for their reaction and, and how they took it. It's, you know, it's, I think everything's a two way street and, and what they said and did. But that requires, you know, both sides to be mature and have 
growth and and progression and um, know how to reflect and reevaluate and and question their their own actions and ways of thinking and their behaviour and, and hence why I do these cafe episodes and to in, to encourage that and to um, get for us all to keep doing these things. And that's not always the case, you know. You know, we have we all have people in our lives that aren't at a level of maturity that you think they'd be at, or don't reflect and don't do any personal development and work on themselves. There are many, many, many that we know that are in our lives that are like that. Your age means one thing, but it doesn't measure up to everything else. So, and sometimes you make assumptions that someone should know better or should have responded better or should have you know, um, not have behaved a certain way. So, you know, there's a lot of factors to take in, you know, to take into account and, you know, people's back background and their life stories and, you know, based on their past relationships or their upbringing or their, you know, childhood or old traumas and things like that really affects the way people respond in every situation. And, you know, the heat of the moment, maybe something was said and they're like, you know, a lot of people I think too in the heat of a moment say and do things and then literally a second later going, oh, shit, why did I do that? Why did I say that? But for those types of people as well, in a lot of situations, I think they feel like, oh, it's too late, like I can't take it back anymore. I can't take it back or it's too late. I'm just going to throw it under the rug and pretend it never happened, you know, so – I think that approach is not the right approach and then people uh, hold grudges and people start building up and then friendships and relationships end completely because people don't know how to take responsibility for their behaviour and their actions and and the words that come out of their mouths and how much it affects other people. So, yeah, that, that was just my thoughts about the story and, and just, you know, relationships and, and um, things that that end and, and how they could have changed in, in um, the path of it, how it went. But um, now I'll, I'll read some responses where some people shared their perspective or raised some questions. I also want to thank um, Sugar Vendel for being so vulnerable and sharing her story and um, the situations that happened with herself. And, you know, it's a very vulnerable and um, thing to do and it's has so much strength in doing that to be able to share publicly and make other for others to listen and, you know, that's not that's not an, an easy thing to do. So thank you so much. We have a few responses. Our first, we have a few from we have one from India, Perth, and Barcelona. Our first one is from Tom from India. He said, "What types of boundaries can we put up once we see a red flag?" Oof, great question, there, Tom. What types of boundaries? Um, you know, there are many types of boundaries. I think that we can put up. You know, I, based on myself or based on other people that I that I've met, um, the boundaries that they do put up would be is just you know distance on its own is isn't main boundaries distance you know not not uh always um you know maybe shifting the amount of time that you spend with the person and changing how often you you spend time together i think there's a big that's a, that uh, distance on its own i think is a big boundary that sh- shifts things uh, incredibly um, and I, I would say that it, it really, it really depends on, on the situation too, of course, like, you, you know, distance, but then you're like, oh, I work with this person eight hours a day. It's a bit hard to put some distance. Hey, 
and in situations like that you can maybe shift your your the dialogue between you and the person where you just keep it professional it's like it's just very much work related so it's like there's a boundary there you don't you you put up a boundary so there's no personal you're only talking about work and when what's needing to be said you could just keep it like that also you know you can limit you know, or or um where you have your lunchtime break limit um your surroundings and who's with you or who's not with you you can also do that and then another another other boundaries that you can put up if you're if it's family sometimes a lot of people struggle with boundaries with family members and i think with family they tend to like uh, a lot of family members they you, they just cross lines there's a thing where they don't believe boundaries exist with family and they, everyone just crosses a different line but i think uh also again you can keep distance you can also you can walk away from the moment you can i think you know leave if it's not you're not happy with what's being said you can be silent and not say anything at all and yeah, I, I I very much a big one about walking away in distance, and because you know when you get fired up, either in an angry way, or or in a sad way, or any you know in, in especially an angry way, like it's emotionally draining, and so better to not get emotionally drained and like release and then and you know, say or do something that you, you'd regret later. I think distance and 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 uh, walking away is um, what can definitely help. And it's like, you know, I, I don't like, and even saying I, I really don't like what's been said right now or, I'm, um, you know, we're not talking about the issue right now and I'm feeling attacked or I, I don't like, you know, you're not making me feel good and I, I don't want to continue this conversation right now many different ways and of course it really depends on your family members and and the level of the way they communicate the way they don't communicate and how you can um and friends friends as well you know sometimes you need to put you know sometimes you're super close with friends and sometimes you need to put a boundary there too depending on what's the reason or what happened or what didn't happen and um you know it, it all you know d- even even if nothing has happened at all, but maybe the boundary is there because you're getting affected by somebody's um, mental health. Uh, maybe they're or, or not even that. Maybe someone's always complaining, and they're complaining every time you speak to them. They only the only thing they do is complain. So you find that it affects you too much, and you, your you know your frequency is shifting, and it's becoming lower and. Um, and it drains you, so you put a boundary with that too. Don't associate. Don't talk on the phone. Don't you know? You can still, you know. It's. it's I'm not telling people to cut people out of their lives because I've got people like that in my life too. You don't cut them out, but you limit how much, how often you, you know where your limit is. You know how often you can be there with before it affects you. So play with that. Go okay. Doing this much doesn't affect me. Okay, doing this much, oh, I just did a little bit too much, I'm getting affected now. Find out where your limit is. Find out where, and that's where you put the boundary. Don't cross your limit. 
But these are just some things, and I'm sure, you know, listeners, you'll have so many other different um, what boundaries that you can put up and, and um, yeah, I'd love to hear them and, and we can share them with, uh, with the other listeners. Our next response is from Shailene from Perth. She said, um, being conscious of why you are continuing, although you see a red flag, as you mentioned, requires honesty with self. Yes, absolutely, Shailene, it does require honesty. I think being honest as well about the red flags is a big thing that people don't do, um, especially with a partner. It's like, no, no, like, uh, you know, other people point out things, you know, friends of the partner, or they may not point out things. Maybe they do. They're like, oh, you know, this you, uh, blah, blah, blah is a bit aggressive or blah, blah, blah is this or this is that. Um, and the the person who's closest to them will say, no, 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 they're fine, they're fine, they're fine. And then something happens after that. So or something doesn't happen sometimes, you know, but you need to be honest with yourself about, about you know, you're conscious about it. And, and you know it's there, but then you, like, decide to be, like, almost like, no, it's not there. It's like you're lying to yourself that there's a red flag. This is what this is more of what it's, what I think Shailene's talking about. You're like, nah, it's not there. So instead of doing that, be like, okay, it's there, but I want to cross the line. I want to continue getting to know this person. I want to continue knowing them romantically or in a friendship form and obviously those two have different outcomes with the red flags and the way you get affected by them with friendship I think it's it's it depends how close you are but it can be easier in a way of of the red flags that you see because you know you choose your friends you choose your friends and friendships for me should be easy and like you know they should be fun and easy and you feel good and you feel supported and you feel like, you know, a lot of friends can become family as well and, and you know, there's different types of friendships too, and, but they should just be easy, you know. But then with family, um, this isn't uh, for a lot of people. You can't just cut them off or cut them out and and um, and I understand why, of course. And then, and then it's not easy. Sometimes you're like, oh, they're not like that. And no, 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 they're not like that. I'm like, yes, they are. Like you can see that this and this is happening or this and this and this is being said. It's like, well, why instead of us trying to say that this is not happening and this is the person's not behaving this way, they are, well, what are ways that we can, um, you know, explain to them that this is not the right, you know, that this that it's affecting us in a, in a, in a negative way or or um, it's affecting them in a negative way and, and, and how it's unhealthy or so on, you know. And I think a big thing that I was pointing out too in the conversation is that people's red flags can change, people's behaviours, people's way of thinking, people's way of talking, people's way of communicating changes as the years go by. I'm not talking about beliefs, like strong, concrete beliefs that people put in their minds, but, you know, just the way they communicate, the way they do things. Sometimes people have ways of behaving in their teens and then they shift completely in their 20s and then ways of behaving in their 20s, early 20s, and they shift completely in their early 30s because it's like sometimes it's like, oh, I just want to be like this right now. I want to be reckless. I want to be... Um, I, that's just how I want to be at this age. That's, and it's an intention as well. There's an intention behind it, and I, you see it so much as you grow up. The intentions behind certain periods of time in your life, and you see people's behaviors and 
and uh, ways of communication changes. So the red flags definitely do change, and and um, but people are honest with themselves about about seeing them those red flags in others, and that's super important. Be honest with yourself, and you know it's fine. It's there. You're choosing to cross it. You're choosing not. You're choosing to ignore it and continue. But just tell yourself that. Don't lie to yourself about it. You know. Um. Yeah. That's my opinion anyway. <laughs> Response number three is from Michelle from Barcelona. She said, is it important to take the opinion of others if they see a red flag and we don't? Very, like, great question there, Michelle. Very good. Um, I think, you know, there's two different things here. This is what I think. Firstly, I don't think you should take the opinion of someone based on another person, what another person says. Like, oh, this person's this or this person's that. I think you should have your own experience with a person and have your own relationship with them and see if you agree or not agree because maybe they, the the interaction that they have with that person maybe they're not so good and so they're getting they're projecting and there's all these other factors involved so have your own experience with the person and see for yourself where the red flags are but in saying that if many people are telling you this person is this it's not just one person. It's like 10, 20 people are telling you this person is selfish or this person only thinks about themselves, you know, or this person um, is not a real friend or, you know, 20, 30, you know, a lot of people are telling you that. There must be something there. So even though maybe you feel like, oh, I have a friend, great friendship with them or or I, they're different with me or this person you're in a relationship with, they're different with me and they don't know the real them. And, you know, you know, we've probably, you've probably done it and you've probably said it to other people. So you heard, or you heard friends say it or family members say it. I think there should be, you know, if there's a lot of people saying this one same thing about someone who know them, not just randoms who've never spoken to them, but who know them and who associate with them and who talk to them and, and have some form of friendship with them but not so close or some form of something, you know, I think you should take that into consideration and, and um, you know, before you continue or, or before you get hurt or put a boundary uh, as, uh, as we've been talking about and um, because there's something to that. I think it's important. But, again, like put a boundary but maybe that person can change and I'm not talking about you changing anybody I'm talking about people just changing themselves or apologizing or things like that and and maybe these people see this person this way because there was no um effort made maybe they didn't put in effort maybe they didn't try and make a friendship or make a or or, or something like that and so I think um you know, you have your own responsibility and you know what effort and you know the dynamic between you and that person and between every two people, it's going to be completely different. Um, and so, you know, I think trust your own intuition and your own heart about the person, but also there there is a part of it that you should listen to. I think if a lot of people are, are saying the same thing about another person, like this should be something taken into consideration and and certain boundaries to be put, not to say not to keep a friendship, but put up some certain boundaries. 
Anyway, thank you so much, listeners, for always contributing and, and, and being part of the conversations and joining these cafe episodes. And it's always very interesting hearing these different responses and adding to the conversation. And we hear different questions. And it's not to say it's to do with intellect, but mother, a matter of we all have different experiences and ways of thinking because we all come from different backgrounds and, and cultures and so on. And the more perspectives we gain, the clearer picture we can develop. Looking forward to next week's Get to Know You Cafe. Thank you for listening to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review and share the podcast with on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You with Tiffany Farrow. Be sure to listen to Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me to post with your question. Join us every Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe.